Read. Junk. Read. Junk. Read. Junk. Podcast. Read Junk Podcast. With your host, my guy. Hey everybody, it's the Read Junk Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Kremko. I'm back with a bit of a catch-up episode. I was planning on doing some episodes in March, but then things just didn't align right with guests, or I was just sick, or watching a sick kid. Uh, It was a bit frustrating, but it happens. Um, Some big news, if you haven't heard already, Read Junk is presenting a show on my birthday, July 19th, at Gramercy Theater in New York City called Radix Fest. It's with Pilfers, Mephiscopheles, Spring Hill Jack, Hub City Stompers, Rude Boy George, and Sergeant Scagnetti. It's going to be an awesome show, and not all these bands playing together all the time doesn't happen. So you might get one or two together sometimes. Um, they'll be playing like in New, Jer- New Jersey and Connecticut, but not all of them together at once. So, and especially a show in New- Manhattan, too. It's like a lot of shows are in Brooklyn. This is in Manhattan. So it's going to be a special night. Um, I originally had this idea in my head to do four band show on my birthday and Cooley Ranks of course ran with it and made it in bigger and then called it Radix Fest after the late Rudy Crew singer Roy Radix. Uh, it's going to be an awesome show in New York City so come on out and celebrate the life of Roy Radix and on my birthday. Uh, tickets are on sale now at Live Nation. At some point maybe closer to the show I will be doing a podcast episode with some of those guys in the bands some of the bands playing. Um, We'll see if it happens. I was originally supposed to do it a couple of weeks ago, but then I got sick with the flu uh, the day before, and then I couldn't do it. Um, man, that was frustrating. But uh, hopefully I'll get around to talking with Lee Cooley and some of the guys soon. Oh, and another big piece of news. I removed the music episodes from the podcast at the end of March so I could put the episodes on Spotify. Uh, the Hudson Valley episode with Chris Taylor, I recut to just have us speaking about the scene since there was a lot of good stuff in there. So I didn't want to like have it just be gone forever. So now there's about 13 or 14 episodes on Spotify that are with people and not music and stuff like that. So you can listen to that on Spotify now, or you can listen to wherever you get podcasts. Uh, but it was really important for me to get, you know, the podcast on Spotify since it's a big platform and a lot of people are navigating towards there. And just is another area for people to listen to it. Um, but to fix the situation of music not on the podcast anymore, I started to uh, do playlists. So I went back to all the playlists that I did since last May when I started the podcast and I recreated it into playlists on Spotify. Um, Now, some episodes don't have all the songs and clips because Spotify just doesn't have everything. Um, One thing, they don't have the ComSat Angels. I don't know why. They have like bootleg BBC audio, but that's another thing. Um, So you can go back and listen to all those playlists now. Uh, Plus, I've started the new new music playlist. Each month, I will be picking a bunch of new music that came out, singles, uh, just whatever stuff that I can think of that fits within our program. And uh, I'm doing that and releasing it at the end of the month. Um, I think there's the March the March playlist is up there now. It's about three hours long since I haven't done a playlist in a while, so I had a lot of stuff to add. Uh, so you can check that out. If you search for Rejunk, you should be able to find the podcast and also find my playlist on there as well. It's under my personal account, but it was under Rejunk anyway, so it's it's all right. So you'll be able to find the search Rejunk or Rejunk playlists. But I'm sure I'll have an awesome playlist for you for April as well. Uh, man, that was a lot of news. <laughs> 
for this episode, I talk with my buddy Chris Taylor about Shazam. So we're, we review that, and then we talk about the bunch of movies coming out this summer. Pretty much we geek out and talk about all the movies that are coming out this summer that we're looking forward to, and some in the fall as well. Um, it's a fun conversation, and I hope that you like these kind of episodes. If you do, let us know, and we'll do more of them. Before I leave, be sure to follow the site on social media for updates. I'm getting a pretty active on Instagram lately, so be sure to follow Rejunk on there as well as Facebook and Twitter for updates. Okay, so here's my movie talk with Chris Taylor. Enjoy. All right, so let's get into it. Um, this is kind of a kind of like a catch-up episode and also a summer preview of all the movies and things like that, just because I haven't done a podcast in a while. Um, been sick and all this other stuff, so it's been... I just needed to get back into it and do something. So um, we saw Shazam over the weekend. So I wanted to do like a kind of quick review of that. Um, now, for people that don't know, it's Shazam's like the latest DC movie. Uh, it's pretty much, I describe it as like big meets Superman, I guess. Um, well, you said Shazam like three times already and I haven't seen you become Shazam. So oh. <laughs> is, is this a work of fiction? I, I, the wonders of movies. Oh wait, I just said it too. It, it didn't. It did nothing. Oh, uh, maybe maybe I'm supposed to say Skazam. Do the ska one. Oh yeah, Skazam. <laughs> I saw some of my non, uh, some of my friends that I guess maybe I got to uh, subscribe to Rejump. They they were sharing that too. I was like, yeah. Oh nice. <laughs> yeah, I I try to do like a stupid meme or bad ska puns. I've, the, the one I just did was for the Scavengers, and that one went viral. Yeah, uh, with all my ska people, like Real Big Fish was sharing it, the Interrupters, and a bunch of people. So it was, I knew that would because it was it just was a good one. Now I think the guy that did um, that is doing a ska documentary, he wants to print it out for the festival for the Back to the Future festival. Uh, nice. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, yeah. If if you sell it, just you know, fifty fifty. I'm sh- I'm sure it'll be like a very limited release because it's you know it is somewhat copyright copyright infringement, but that that hasn't has stopped me before. <laughs> um, but yeah, Shazam was um, it's like a yeah. It was, so it's like the seventh DC movie, and in that DC DC extended universe, I guess they're calling it not MCU, but like. Well, it depends on where you start. I mean, I, I was even thinking because I mean, there's Marvel movies that technically don't count as in there. Like, I don't think they count the first the uh, the Ang Lee Hulk movie. But they count the Edward Norton one, which yeah. kind of was a sequel. So uh, I don't. But I guess it's that. because I guess it's because Marvel had the rights to it. So I think that's why. Yeah. Um, but I think well, it, actually, Universal owns the rights to Hulk, which is why they've never been able to make a movie. Like it's been some weird snafu there. Yeah, but I think it was like a a, a joint thing with Universal Marvel is why, and that's why people it's always the unforgotten or for, unforgotten movie uh, of the MCU. Um, I I don't really care for it. other people like it, but I don't know. I like Mark Ruffalo as uh, as the Hulk, but DC time, DC time. We'll talk. Um, so I mean, so what did you think of the movie? I mean, I thought it was one of the best one of the best DC movies to, to date. I mean, like, I, you know, I came in off of Aquaman because I watched that like, like a week earlier and, 
you know, Aquaman's always kind of had the reputation before the portrayal of Jason Momoa, Roman Reigns, or Robert Trudillo, whichever one of them played that character, because they all look like the same person. Never seen them in the same room, so you, you can't really convince me that they're not. But, you know, watching that, it's like they, there was always that weird stigma that, like, um, that, like, you know, it, it's a joke character. Oh, his powers, he can communicate with fish, you know. But, like, I felt like there was there was a better tone there. I mean, it was a good story. And I think my only real hang-up with the movie was that the guy who played his brother, his CGI hairline just looked fucking weird. And I, I couldn't I, I couldn't take my focus away from that. I didn't understand why he had to have a CGI headline, but hairline. Oh, oh you're talking yeah. about Patrick Wilson and, yeah. and Aquaman? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they all had, like, their hairs tied back, and William Defoe had, like, a man bun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, that, that was cool, but I thought it was a cool take. So going into this, it's like I, I expected to kind of say, like, okay, maybe I'll get a little bit more serious, although I knew the tone was going to be a little bit lighter and, and thing. A lot and, lighter, yeah. Yeah, I was expecting to see, like, uh, you know, I didn't really see any weird, like, CGI glips because, I mean, coming in off of, I think it was the end of Wonder Woman, you know, that that whole thing just looked like uh, it looked like they just never finished the CGI and it just looked terrible. But here, I think the only real like weird CGI blips that I saw was like towards the end. I mean, I don't know if we want to get spoilers, but there was like some weird neckline issues in the costumes. I don't know if you picked up on that. No, I, no, I didn't. Maybe. Yeah, that was I, I mean, it seems like a nitpick, but <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it just to me, it's like it's not that I was going out of my way to look for it. But I mean, aside from that, I thought that the movie was really good. I, You know, I know we were all asking afterwards about the post credit scene, like what the heck is that? But I, I met up with uh, one of my friends. Uh, you know, obviously Drew, who I did a podcast episode yeah. with. Hey, he explained to me that that's one of uh, I was going to say Captain Marvel. Well, Shazam's uh, one of one of their top three nemesis. So, so there's the doctor, there's the worm, and then there's uh black Adam who Dwayne Johnson's going to be doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I was a little confused because you know, they announced him signing on for that character like years ago. Yeah. And he was a non-factor in the movie. Like, I think he's going to be getting a standalone first, like a solo movie. And then maybe he'll probably be after that and see how it does. And then see if they do, because they're already going to be doing the sequel for Shazam, so it's uh, I th- I think uh, he'll probably be th- the baddie for that, maybe or maybe the third one. I don't know. I mean, it 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 only made fifty fifty one million domestic for the opening weekend, which was pretty good considering that it, the budget wasn't that big. So at least they're like, okay, this is we can make better movies that with a smaller budget, and uh, and then go from there instead of doing these monster fucking movies where it's like Batman Superman where it's like $300 to make or $300 million to make and then it's does you know a shit job of telling the story I, I, I don't know I just think it works when they do these grounded type stories grounded in a way but also simple or it's like it was more about the family and and also besides having like it's also a great action type movie and superheroes and stuff it was also had a lot of heart to it too yeah um I like. I just felt like giving my my son a hug as soon as I got home because I was like, oh, just the the stuff that Billy had to deal with with like trying to find his mom and all that kind of stuff. Oh, um, that that to me, like when it got to that scene, it's like you know, I felt like the film was like really light, and I was like, wow, man, DC's making good strides. And then that part where he went to meet his mom, I was like, yeah, that, that is scene. the darkest thing. Like, it's wow, like, it's like you, you bitch. <laughs> that, was, that was so. That was such a heavy scene, man. Yeah. It's like, oh man. <laughs> 
that's the one thing. Like, it almost overshadowed my enjoyment of the movie because I was like, wow, man, like, you, you, were, you were making us all feel so good. And then that scene hit us like, wow, man. Yeah, that was that was a tough one to watch. Um, but I think it I think it helps the movie and just like the whole fact of that's about family. And it was also like a, it's a. It's, it seems like a fun family. I wouldn't bring my kid to it just because I I think that it would be. There were some scenes that were kind of scary, like with the the sins. Uh, oh yeah, like like biting a head off almost, but you don't see it, kind of thing. And that uh, almost felt like kind of Disney esque in a way. And I know it's a different company, but like yeah. uh, just the presentation of that. I think that's kind of one of the charms of this movie is you're 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 not seeing like the presentation that we got in the other movies it you know it felt like it felt like it was like come from a completely different like realm you know yeah it did it did feel a little bit different i guess in a way and i guess this character's been around since the 30s or 40s or something i don't know yep. uh i guess it's been a while but i think they overall i, I really enjoyed it just because it was just uh, Zachary, was it Levi, Levy, Levy, Le- Levy? Yeah, I forget uh, what was the show was from. Was it Chuck? Yeah, it was Chuck because Matt always Chuck. talked. To, you gotta watch it, man. You gotta watch it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, there's so much shows to watch. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, he was great as the lead, and um, the the kid that I think he was in um, it. I think the first the first movie it. Um, the, the his friend. With the, the, oh, his friend. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was really good. Um, what do you think about Mark Strong being the villain? I mean, he seems like he's a villain in everything, except yeah. I would think about uh, King, the Kingsman. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like, it, I mean, it, it kind of fit. I don't know. It's like you have those guys who are like, you know, just forever type is, you know, the, the villain. It's like, I remember, like, when I finally saw Christoph Waltz and I think it was Django. It's like, wait, he's not the bad guy here. How, how does how does this work? <laughs> yeah, but I, I I guess he I guess he enjoys being the villains. A lot of actors like playing villains. It's like I guess it's more rounded, and he certainly had a lot of emotional like you know heavy kind of stuff to deal with too, like with his parents and uh, oh yeah, and his father I guess was just a complete dickhead to him and stuff. But um, yeah, I mean I. I it was all right as far as the villain and stuff. It was a good one on one versus him and Shazam and um, I. The twist at the end. I, I don't want to. I don't want to give it away too well. Like with like involving involving Billy's family and stuff was was good. Like I didn't see that coming. Um, but in a way, I'm not surprised just because I've seen old comic book covers of it since I haven't read the comics. So I yeah. kind of was like expecting it, but maybe not this movie. It seemed a little early. So I was like, I was. it was great when it happened, though. I think there was a news post that spoiled that for me. Oh. And I was like, you know, like two weeks ahead of it. And I was like, really, man? I'm glad I I'm glad I, uh, I, I avoided that then. I don't know. Because I, it, well, it made the movie so much like it was almost like a cheering moment when it happened. It was like, yeah. <laughs> I've already gone into shutdown for Avengers Endgame. I know there was some other trailer or something that they put up explaining Iron Man. I'm like, no, I'm going to wait for the three hour plus movie to, to find this out. Yeah, I was watching them on Jimmy Kimmel <laughs> last night and uh, they showed one scene. I was like, oh, man, I, I should, wish I, sh-. I was watching. I was watching it through Chromecast. So it was, it's a, kind of a bitch to fast forward it. So, yeah, I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> I'm like. It's still good. There's only so many scenes they're going to show within a three hour movie. So I'm like, I'm sure there's be plenty of stuff that's going to be new to me. I'm trying not to watch as many trailers and like, oh, like, oh, there's a new trailer now. Like, even the one 
last week when I was trying to buy tickets, they had a trailer and I held off for four, yeah. four hours of the six hours that I waited to buy tickets, which, man, that was a disaster. Did you get tickets for that yet? Yeah, no, I ended up getting uh, one for the Saturday show because um, I'm not sure what it's gonna, what my schedule is gonna be like with the new job. So uh, I figure I'll play it safe and get get a Saturday. Oh, so Plus, opening like, weekend? Yeah, I'm like, okay. let me let me figure out a good time because you're gonna be trapped in this theater for like three and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, I'm I mean, gonna... are they gonna have like an intermission in no. the middles? <sighs> and then Kevin Feige was like, oh, there's pretty much there's going to be no pee like times to go. So it's, you just better not drink anything. Like I'm probably going to wake up and not go drink anything just because well, I'll have sells- one sip and I'll have to take a <laughs> piss. Well, like target right next to the cinema world in Lincoln, they, they have adult diapers. So maybe I'll mind it best. <laughs> that is a, that, that is a good idea. But then you're sitting in your own piss for like for three hours. It's like, yeah, I, I Connor, Connor, when he's in his diaper like for a long time, I'm like, do you not know that you're sending in your own urine right now and it <laughs> doesn't affect you at all? <laughs> I mean, they don't, when you're a kid, you don't care. You go play in the mud. You'll walk in the stream with your new school sneakers on. But like now you're just like, ooh, I can't walk in that stream. I got my sneakers on. I don't want to mess them up. <laughs> yeah. Um. So... Going back to Shazam for a little bit, I mean, so where do you where do you compare it with other DC movies? I mean, I mean, we're just coming out, so it's kind of the afterglow because we just saw it. And, well, I had a lot of stuff going on that weekend that I saw a lot of, and so much stuff happened, a lot of overload. But I mean, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, like you mentioned too, it's like I just saw Aquaman too. And yeah. I was impressed by that. You know, it was a lot better. I think like. I don't like the concept of them making a universe so much as being like a competition point. Like let their movies be their own thing. Don't try to be Marvel, be you, you know? Well, even, think, well, even that, I don't like comparing Marvel movies. It's like, it's so hard to do it because yeah. it's like, I kind of base it on tri- like Iron Man was good. The first one. And then it's like, I love guardians of the galaxy. I like the, all three captain America movies. It's like, yeah. there's so many different ones to pick like Avengers, all the Avengers. It's so hard to, and then I see all these lists where they list like uh, Thor, Dark World first, and just to piss people off. And it's like, get out of here with this bullshit. Um, but yeah, it's just so hard c- comparing the movies. But I mean, I would put Shazam up high on my list as far as the the recent ones. Yeah, I, I, would, I would probably do the same. And um, yeah, I mean, even like, even like, it's like. You go back and like I I sat through Suicide Squad because it was on TV and I was like you I know saw that in the theater. <laughs> it's just like you know even when yeah I think I saw Batman uh, Superman on the Justice and you know I sat in the theater and saw that and I was just like this is such an overbearing thing to get through. It's just like I I get the need for them to want to like rush out characters they've been sitting on for years, but. I mean, I, I feel like maybe like with the Wonder Woman movie too, that they're starting to correct the course. I think them pushing movies out and learning from their mistakes is probably going to be the only, only way they're going to get through. Although, like some of these things, like I think there's a Birds of Prey movie, which is supposed to be based off of, I guess, the side characters in Suicide Squad. And I think, I don't know if they're actually going to make this Flash movie, but I don't have too high expectations for I think the guy <laughs> that plays him was Ezra Miller, I think, wants to. He wants to take over for the Flash and write it and maybe direct it or something like that. So, hey, if he can make it work, I'm I'm fine with it. Uh, have him be the Flash. Don't have him be, you know, a, a DC version of Peter Parker. You know, 
That's that's just what it came off of when I saw Justice League. I'm like, why do you just, have to do this? Yeah, Justice League was just was not a good movie at all. I didn't actually I didn't care for any of the Superman movies. Uh, like Batman for Superman, I didn't like. I didn't like Man of Steel. I don't know. It's just it was just too dark and like. You know what? You're 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 you have a graphic design background and all that stuff. So yeah. I mean. One of my major nitpicks was just the overall thing. Like, I don't know if they did, like, you'd probably know better if they had, like, some sort of blue filter. Like, they concentrated on a whole bunch of colors throughout the movie. And I don't know. That, to me, was, like, one of the biggest distractions. In what movie? Uh, I'd say going back to Man of Steel, oh. not so much Batman versus that. But it seemed like everything had this weird blue hue to it. And there was a lot of weird establishing shots. Like, I'm no film. I'm no, like, That's director. Just, like, yeah, like, the color... Um correction and stuff when they start doing that it's like usually yeah. the preference of the editor or the director and um yeah i don't know i i don't actually remember too much about it I, I think i've seen the movies once each and i was like this and injustice league was just terrible thankfully i mean wonder woman was like the best one um i think the ending sucked but um when it got to cgi and stuff but i'm hoping that the sequel uh um corrects some of their mistakes from the first one but um Does that that's next year, right? Maybe I think it? so. I don't think it's coming yeah. out this year, unless it's coming out later this year, like around November, did, November yeah. December. I looked down the list and of stuff that's coming out, and I didn't see it. I looked, I looked till September, uh, and then I'm like, ah, it's not, it's not summer anymore after like Labor Day. <laughs> um, but I, I would do Shazam, yeah, Wonder Woman on top. I mean, I, I, I don't think anything compares to the, to Christopher Nolan's like the dark knight and batman batman oh yeah those are i don't know it's weird everybody gets gets mad about like i remember when the original batman movies came out like the michael keaton and stuff everybody was mad about the tv show and then we kind of got a little deeper in with like batman and robin and all that stuff like i mean i kind of appreciate those movies for what they are i don't sit there and like you know say this isn't what the comics is you know it's just like they were kind of their own world i mean you know i grew up seeing you know those old batman shows on uh on the picks channel 11 you know so yeah i'm still watching them they're on um was it ifc i think now so i'm always watching them on the weekends i'm like there's nothing on oh batman yeah <laughs> um where were we we were talking about uh batman super shazam and whatever. yeah I, yeah i mean i i maybe maybe those were good i mean i didn't see um the third one in the nolan trilogy until oh, after it came out of yeah yeah, that one. That's that's why it's like it's kind of sometimes I I say Batman Begins and Dark Knight uh, and the Dark Knight because Dark Knight Rises. There was a lot of good things I liked about it, but then there was Bane, which as soon as I heard that in the theater, I looked I looked over at Chris and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, this is real. I'm like, I'm thinking this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had I had some issues that year when it came out, so I couldn't see it in the theater. But then I got it on DVD, and I don't know how I avoided this all summer long. But I didn't hear anything, but I saw all the memes and stuff like that. So when I got the actual DVD, I bought it from Walmart and I put it in. And then the first scene comes on with Bane, and nobody's talking like this. And I'm like, did did I get like a defective copy or something? Like yeah. did Walmart? do some fuckery with this i mean i'm like what <laughs> it sounded like the, the the underbite guy from venture brothers i don't know if i've ever seen them like it was long just underbite and yeah. <laughs> but it was it was just so bad and i was like oh man what did you do you ruined it um i like jo joseph 
uh, Gordon and Levitt's like whole kind of twisting at the end, and then it's like, and it's over. It's like, oh, or it's like, oh, probably Robin kind of thing. But um, yeah. so it's like, I want to see more. And I, th- I thought Christian Bale was great as the bat as Batman and Bruce Wayne. Um, yeah, I, I I would put him number one, but. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. I don't think Ben Affleck's doing anymore. I, I think someone else is. I think they're going another direction now. I think as far yeah, as the new Batman. He's, yeah, he says he's out. I mean, I thought, despite the despite what you feel about those two movies like that, I thought he was pretty decent. But you know, there was just that little bit of like you know, it just it just seemed a little too try hard. Yeah, it's like it just <laughs> felt too forced. Of like, ooh, we gotta be dark. Yeah, let's make it rain and like and then Suicide Squad. It was just a complete joke. Uh, the best thing about that movie was as I think I like Margot Robbie as as Harley Quinn, but I also like Will Smith as Deadshot. Now that they're remaking it, I guess they're not doing Deadshot because uh, Idris Elba is going to be in it. But now he originally was going to be Deadshot, and then now he's not. Now they're doing a new character, which I'm I'm really happy that James Gunn's doing the movie because maybe well, I, I think I'll... he'll be a good good director for it i was wondering about that though because like obviously and i don't know this is kind of bs that you know like he signed on to do that movie after he got kind of axed from from marvel because of that stupid crap on the yeah. internet i'm so and happy then, about that yeah because i was and, yeah now he's back i mean i wonder what marvel's urgency is to make guardians 3 because i forget what the original slate was because i i know they did delay it at least once but. yeah it's probably come it'll probably come out like 20 2011 um the earliest because they'll be work he'll be working he's working on suicide squad now and it's like jay courtney jay courtney's gonna be returning um the um, the lady that brings them all together. What's her name? It starts with an oh. H, maybe. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I forget. I or no, watch. Viola Davis. Yeah, I think she's coming back. And yeah. Margot Robbie's coming back, but then I think it's all new characters. I guess. Um, oh, the director of Cadmus. That's who she was. Yeah. Whose name I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just remember that movie. It was like it was. They were trying so hard to be Guardians, where like playing all this music. So every time they would introduce a character, they play some tip, type of music, and it would just hit you over the head. Over like, oh, now it's now it's this song. Oh, now that's, it's this song. That's why when we went into Shazam, I was like, all right, let's cl- let's count how many tired ass classic rock songs they play. And I was kind of surprised. Maybe there was like two. I don't even remember the music that they I I remember the end credits because they had Ramones covering Tom Waits, which was a perfect, uh, perfect song of Don't Wanna Grow Up. Um I think they played a Queen song during a montage. Oh right, they did uh, Don't Stop Me Now, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Which that's yeah, that's all right. I, I love I, I love fit. Queen. So. Yeah, I thought it fit the film film well, which was like Yeah, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to use the songs, you know, when they apply, not just well. James Gunn did all this, you know. It's like, well, James Gunn can make it work. You guys can't. <laughs> yeah. Um. So let's let's change gears now and let's talk about the movies that we're most looking forward to seeing this summer. I I did a top ten list. Um, not based on when they released, but I guess based on what of you know anticipation of it. Obviously, number one is Avengers, which comes out in like two weeks. Yeah. Um, really can't wait for that one i actually took off work because the whole weekend is i'm shot with like things the family things so it's like all right yeah, i'm just uh, taking off because just it's so hard to find a babysitter i thought about doing the same thing but you know 
seeing as I'm leaving the job and starting a new one, it's probably not a good idea. But hey, I need off on the 26th. Why? Um, I got to go see a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It should be interesting because when you look at like a lot of these, um, a lot of the superhero movies, I guess aside from Avengers, I'm really psyched up for Spider-Man Far From Home. But then there's the other thing because we had uh, the merger with Fox and Disney is yeah. now complete. But um, I don't know. There's a lot of backlash, you know, whether or not they're going to move forward. And it looks like they're going full steam ahead with this X-Men Dark Phoenix movie. And I'm oh, just not seeing a lot of positive buzz. I still and haven't seen the last one. I still haven't seen the last one. I'm like, it just, yeah, well, the apocalypse. They're, yeah. they're also teasing that reshot New Mutants movie for August, and I'm wondering if they're actually going to release that or they're going to pull it because that's got um actually it's one of two movies I guess this summer that's got uh someone from the cast of Stranger Things in it because oh, uh, okay. the movie uh, as uh, was really so Avengers um. Do you have any predictions on who do you think will be the one to stop Thanos? Do you think it'll be a joint effort or do you think it'll be an individual character or two people? I think it might be like Captain America and like Iron Man together stopping. Well, well, I certainly don't hope it's Ant-Man going in Thanos' butt. I'll tell you that. That would be pretty funny, but. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I've heard rumors that they're saying that it could go, you know, could go into the quantum realm. Yeah, and uh, that's pretty much like the key to that. And I don't know. There's a lot of people like Nerdist. You know, blows up every time they put out a trailer with like eight different individual videos they want you to watch about their theories about this and that. But, yeah, you know, there might, there might be another villain that actually turns out to be a hero. And it's like, well, we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, we're. I was originally expecting everybody to die whose contract was pretty much up and that they were going to pass down the, uh, pass down the, the cap, you know, cap shield. And somebody else would take on the mantle of, uh, Captain yeah. America. People you always know, think Captain. it's either Falcon or, uh, a Bucky or one of those guys that will do it, which it's, I could see Bucky doing it more since he's more has, unless they make Falcon have like, uh, like superhuman strength and stuff like that. And, do the same kind of experiment on them. I don't know how that will work. Um, it made it work in the comics, so there's got to yeah. be like some sort of backstory. But I, I mean, I question how they're going to move forward. You know, as far as like individual movies and stuff like that, because I mean, obviously they've said there's going to be another Black Panther movie, um, and I, I guess maybe um, Chris Helmsworth keys the idea that he's open to doing more movies. So yeah, I, I don't see them killing him off yet. I, I think if the ones the the two that I think will be Captain America or Iron Man or both I'd like, but I have a feeling it's, I just I just don't see one of one of them sticking around. I just feel like Chris Evans wants to do other things, direct, and probably it looks like he wants to get into politics. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll I guess we'll find out. I'm just looking forward to either way. I, I'm gonna be like a like a, my heart's gonna be intense that weekend because I got that and then Game of Thrones. Episode, oh, yeah. episode three um, is supposed to be a big battle and stuff. So it's really, it's, my heart's going to be just like, stop. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's some cool stuff going on TV wise, too. Um, I mean, aside from that, like right now, I think you're watching what we do in the shadows. I think that's cool. Yeah, I, I like the first two episodes so far. Um, I still haven't seen the movie, but I, I think I'm doing that on purpose because I don't want that to overshadow the show. I want to and then. Maybe after the season ends, I'll go back to watch a movie. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, I recommend watching it after the season just because, I mean, it's it'll give you more of the same, like, I guess after the season's done, it'll leave you want more. So that, yeah. that'll be the more. And especially, like, I don't know how deep they're going to go in. I guess this Wednesday's preview, they said they're going to they're gonna bring the werewolves into it. Oh. To me, that part of the movie, when he came in, when uh, Reese Darby, I think it's Reese or Rice. Yeah, Reese, Reese Darby, Darby, yeah. Yeah, that whole part of the movie was probably one of my favorite parts in general, just because it was so ridiculous. Like the way he talks, I always loved him in uh, flight of the Concords. So just any more that you can get of him. And then I watched, uh, what was it? I think it's like popping. Do you like the thing on, on TBS that he's in the, um, the show? Um, Oh, I Wrecked. haven't seen that. Wrecked. I, got... I highly recommend Wrecked. It's, oh, I gotta watch that. It's it. The first season they make fun of Lost, and then they kind of go into other things, and then it's like they're making fun of Hunger Games, like last season, and like it's just like a, it's like one of those comedies that would be on uh, one of the the other networks, but now yeah. it's like TBS gets it, and it's uh it's surprisingly really really funny um i would recommend it uh checking out wrecked and even the de- the detour with um with jason jones um that used to be on the daily show yeah those two shows are really good on tbs um, I, I i thought that episode he did with uh the x-files like i know some people hated that but i love that episode i think I, it was like uh, i haven't seen an episode of x-files so kind of yeah, it was it was really good. Just like it was basically like the focal point was on him, and he played like a lizard person. And it was it was it was great. Okay. Um. All right. Let's go back to movies now. We're talking TV. Um. <laughs> 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 uh, so okay. So Avengers is our top one that we, we can't. And then Spider. I would say Spider Man: Far From Home is probably our second. I I'm I'm really hoping that it's just as good as the first movie. I hope it doesn't get into like the sequel blues and it's just not as good and doesn't live up to, um, live up to expectations. I guess. I'm just hoping it's not super predictable because I mean, obviously, I mean they made it. They made it sound like they weren't going to use. Um, Mysterio is the main villain that there might be another villain in on that but I think it's um, like Hydra Man or the externals or internals and Inster- something I don't know. Yeah. We'll we'll see how that External works. External hard out. drive. I mean, they, yeah, they've they've done they you know if you watch like Spider-Man the animated series I'm just hoping that it's not like a verbatim of any Mysterio episodes that they had there but um well we'll see. I mean it looks cool. Yeah, and then and then my, on my Number three, I have John Wick three, which those movies just are just just a oh, yeah. fun to watch. And it's like, oh, just people get shot left and right. Oh, it's good, inter- good entertainment. <laughs> I mean, like if I, I, I'm a little torn because if I'm looking at like uh, number three, like I, I don't know if like I'd put it two there or Men in Black International. It. It surprised it, it. It surprised me pretty good. I mean, I didn't. I'm not a horror fan at all, and th- I think what that, what drew me into the movie was that it was like kind of felt like the go- the Goonies in a way. So I'm hoping. Yeah. I don't know if that's gonna have that element now for the since they're all all grown up now. Um, well, it's weird because. But I'm curious to see how it finishes. <laughs> yeah, I mean. We grew up and we probably saw the original uh, one on TV like a billion times with Tim I, Curry. I, right? I never saw it. No. <laughs> oh, really? I yeah, no, am it was, a pussy. It, it was always on, and it's just like that was such a strong performance. And going into this, it's like I hate to be that dare to compare guy, but I mean, I don't know. Just watching it, it seemed like two different movies. You know? 
that's what I that's what the I, I feel like it's gonna be for this one. So I'm hoping that they still have maybe they do some flashbacks in a way with showing the original <laughs> cast with the kids and then show them as adults. But yeah, I hope that that element of of them being young and it's fun. They're trying to hunt down this, this creature and stuff like that. I I'm hoping it's that element is still there. Oh yeah. But I have that at number eight from my list. Um, <clears throat> what do you have as, what do you have as your fourth, fourth pick that you're looking forward I, to? I mean, it, it would be toggle between that and was it the men in black international? I mean, that looks awful little... to me. I don't know. That it's like, I can't get into it. It's a, you know what it is? I'm just caught up because Valkyrie and Thor are in it, and like I can't fixate beyond that. I think I think it's the trailers that are. I think the trailers aren't put put together well. So I think it's just like, and you got Liam Neeson in it, and I think who else was it? Glenn Close or somebody else? Uh, which was yeah. Um, I was like she had like white hair. I forget who it was. Um, but yeah, there's the cast seems what like put together well but i just don't i don't know I, it looked like the trailer did nothing for me so i'm hoping there's another trailer like yeah and like let me, this gets me pumped to go see the movie now but i'll probably just i think i, I think i've only seen the first two i didn't even see the third one i think by the the, the, the talk about bad cgi like go back was to those third, movies yeah was the third one with uh james brolin um yeah and i think um Jermaine Clement. Or the guy oh that, yeah. yeah, another another flight of the Concords. Yeah, yeah. No, I I've seen that one a lot. It's been on TV a lot, and it's like I can't just. I don't know for some reason, like I can't watch it. I mean, I didn't think that was a particularly strong performance from from Jermaine Clement, though. I mean, mainly it was that like it kind of it was another one of those where it got to the the end, like that that part was kind of a bummer. But I mean, I don't know. Those movies are always kind of fun, and when you saw like the worms in the trailer, it's like, oh, you know, maybe maybe it'll be those weird, you know, spacey type elements that'll make it a little fun. Yeah, and, and Chris Helmsworth is actually really funny, so I'm hoping I'm hoping the movie is good at least. I mean, I yeah, I don't know. There's something about the trailer though. It's like yeah, meh, like a shoulder shrug. Um, yeah. I actually think Quentin Tarantino's movies could be really good. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, oh, but like Sharon, oh, Sharon Tate yeah. and uh, and Charlie Manson and stuff like that. So, it, and the trailer was like really deceiving because it's like this whole fun, like lightheartedness, and it's like, yeah, oh, there's Charlie Manson, <laughs> Charles Charles Manson. And so I was like, yeah, um, but I'm like, yeah, that's and it has like the cast of that movie looks excellent because I think this is what his ninth movie, and then he's doing one more, and then he's done. So I think that would be that would be a big draw, I think, for the year. Um, oh, yeah. For the summer, anyway. Um, I have Toy Story 4, which the trailer just looks kind of depressing, but at the same time, like, it's got to be Toy, Toy Story. It's got to be funny. Um, yeah, they just make those. They manufacture those to, uh, to, to shift uh, Kleenex boxes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, th- I, watched the, I watched the third one recently again um, with Connor, and, man, I was like... Always get so weepy at the end. <laughs> I'm like, damn you, Pixar! Like every movie I've cried at Pixar movies. I think Coco and Up, Up. I was like, that that's a tough one to watch at times. No, oh, yeah. Um, what what do you got for number five? Um, I mean, I kind of feel like I'm. I, I start to get out of uh, out of summer. I mean, I think was it the Joker movie that's supposed to come out? Uh, the trailer for that looked awesome, though. I mean, once he's once he, I was watching it at work, and I just started laughing when he started laughing because it kind of like got me excited. I'm like, "Wow, that's a good laugh." I'm like, "Okay, I'm sold." 
I saw somebody post a meme up. They were like, you know, the old Joker, you know, he got changed, you know, he got turned into what he became, you know, after he was thrust into a vat of acid. And they're like, this time he gets turned into what he is by just being in society. I was like, <laughs> wow, that's, that's kind of, that kind of puts like an interesting spin on it. it makes yeah. me interested in it. And Joaquin Phoenix going to- <laughs> totally meta and looks really skinny and scrawny and just looks like he's like shut up heroin or something. Just... And that was that was filmed, I don't know if the whole thing was filmed in Newark, but parts of it were, right? Uh, in Jersey City, yeah, because I think yeah. I recognized he was getting thrown down the stairs of City Hall of Jersey City, unless that was Newark's City Hall, but I, I know they filmed some, shot, um, some stuff at Jersey City. Um, yeah, because yeah, Matt works down in Newark, so he was like it's like, oh yeah, I recognize like most of those shots or, or where where those things were, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, for number six, I have is the movie Yesterday. That one, the Beatles movie with uh, Daniel oh. Boyle and um, and Richard Richard, what's his name, Richard Coyle, maybe. I'm trying to think of uh, who directed uh, like Love Actually and those kind of movies. That's an interesting concept to just, you know, with the whole thing where it's like, you know, he exists in a, in a universe where the Beatles never did, so he can yeah. claim all their songs. And it just like the, the trailer for it was excellent. It was like, oh, man, I want to go listen to Beatles now. And then, uh, and this looks kind of funny in that quirky, you know, British, British UK kind of, uh, you know, comedy style that's over there that Richard is good at writing. And uh, I don't know. Has Danny Boyle really done a comedy, though? I can't remember. Not that I can think. Yeah, I can think of. I mean, trans, trans, uh, train spotting had some funny stuff in it, I guess. But yeah, so I'm like, I don't know if I'll get to the theater to see that one, but that's definitely one I'm looking forward to seeing at some point. Um, and then it was another one. I just I just watched a trailer for that today with uh, Kamel and uh, Dave Batista doing Stuber, I guess it's called, where it's like he's a cop and he goes in and Kamel's. A uh, Uber driver again, because wasn't he a he was an Uber driver in uh in that movie that he wrote and and stuff with him and his wife I forget but it seems like or or maybe he was a Lyft driver oh big difference but uh yeah that looked like a good kind of buddy comedy kind of thing yeah no um actually I don't think that's gonna be like the only uh movie with Batista this year because um, oh right I you saw that trailer for that one like the My Spy or something right. Yeah, well, that too, but there's actually another one. Um, I think it's actually coming out soon. Um, I watched a lot of these uh, movies. I got into them. Somebody referred me to uh, the It Man movies, um, which is like a Donnie Yen thing. Of course, you probably know Donnie Yen more from uh, yeah. his parents in, in Rogue, I think one. It was Rogue One. Yeah, yeah, Rogue One, yeah. But he's done these series of movies, and I guess there's going to be a spinoff movie called Master Z It Man Legacy, and uh, Batista's in it, and he looks really weird. But um, in what way? I don't know. On the poster, he looks more like Pitbull than he does. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know which I guess, <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. Yeah, no. So um, that's going to see like a limited American release. So I'm kind of interested to see that, and I guess there's. I guess with him being in the movie, it's probably not going to be riddled with subtitles, so it might make it a little bit more easier to watch. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not usually, I don't usually like to read movies too much. I think the exception yeah. is like Brotherhood of the Wolf. I like love that movie. <laughs> you ever yeah. seen? Yeah, like from like 2000, I think it is. Um, yeah, I mean, most most of them, like, uh, if, I've 
watched a couple of them. Like um, there was one, uh, I, I, I don't want to say Kung Fury, but there was another one that was like a Kung Fu movie that was like hysterical and had subtitles. From, Kung, like, Kung, Kung Pao or <laughs> what that stupid movie with like. Maybe that was it, yeah. No, I think that's, I don't know if that was it, was it? It was yeah. like a really bad movie, yeah. Yeah, it was one of those things. But yeah, no, when I saw that, I mean, yeah, he's got three movies coming out. I don't know, man, and I still question this with Batista. I know everybody probably doesn't want to kill him as due, but when Guardians came out, I kind of think he eclipsed The Rock then. I mean, he might not be getting, you know, buku bucks as far as, uh, you know, the get, you know, doing the roles. But I think overall, he, he may have outgrossed The Rock that year when uh, the first Guardian came out. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not like a, I'm not like that deep into, you know, cinema and stuff like that to do the math. Yeah, I was going to say that he's definitely becoming like the Dwayne Johnson, I think. Like, it's, he seems to be just in everything now. <laughs> like same thing with Dwayne Johnson, he's just like in everything. Yeah, because I think that year he did Guardians, and then I think he was in the Bond movie that year. And then he did Blade Runner, like the year after. I think he was. Oh yeah, like, a brief scene, but yeah, he was in it. Um, it's weird though because you don't think he's put in uh, the work and stuff like that, and then you see John Cena trying to be in movies, and I'm like, you're not, you're not Batista, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I like him. Um, I'll definitely see some movies that he's in. The, the one, even like the Katie one, the one that he was a spy and a little girl, and he's helping out the, with the little girl and stuff. That even looked kind of like kindergarten copish, you know. Well, I know there's a, you know, I guess if we're going to talk about wrestler movies that are coming out this year, um, I believe CM Punk actually has a movie that just premiered um, at Sundance. And uh, I'd be interested in see that. I think it's like uh, something from the third floor or something like Girl on the Third Floor. Oh, okay. so I don't I don't know when exactly that's going to be released. Obviously, if it came out of Sundance, um, I mean, it got rave reviews. But then again, you don't see people retweeting like this movie was terrible. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Speaking of wrestling movies, I want to see the one that um, Stephen Merchant did. The one F is for family. Is that what? Uh, yeah. yeah. I, uh, did you see it? A fight, fighting with my family. Fighting I with my family. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I did see it. I mean, I don't want to like ruin it for you, but I mean, the story of her family, it's really good. There's that. The whole movie, I guess, was originally based off of this BBC documentary they did on the family and stuff like that. And the focal point goes over there. The problem is, is once that movie leaves that portion and then it goes to WWE, of course they don't want to paint WWE a certain way because it is technically a WWE studios uh, co-production with, uh, what's it? Seven bucks production or something like that. And, uh, yeah, no, nah, I I kind of thought that portion when it got over to her training and stuff like that, I, I felt like that was very false and kind of insulting. Apparently, um, Vince, um, whatever his name is, escapes me, but like his character was an amalgamation of like seven different people. Oh, okay. I kind of yeah, I kind of felt like it was like the typical Vince Vaughn like from any movie, and it, I don't know, it's like it just seemed. Like he seemed very played out in the movie. Like they probably could have cast that better. Oh, so was Vince Vaughn was in the movie? Yeah, he oh, played. Okay. He played the uh, the training center guy. But um, I don't know. It, it kind of gets into a gray area because, like, he was supposed to be an amalgamation of like seven different characters, and one of those characters that he was, that, that he was based on actually got um, fired from the WWE Performance Center for being too rough and kind of like uh, vindictively mean. 
and abusive to people. So ah. obviously you can tell they wouldn't put that in the movie. Yeah, I'll still see it. I don't know. It still, I mean, it, I, it still looks for, like for a non-wrestling fan like myself, I, I people say, oh, even if you don't like wrestling, it, it looks it's a good movie. So I'll still check it out. Yeah, okay. for for for, uh, for the first half of the movie, uh, was it Florence Pugh? I think played Paige. I thought her portrayal was awesome, and I I just thought that the you know I don't really know too much about the family. I knew that her mother wrestled, and that was about it. But I thought uh, her portrayal and. Um, What's her name from Game of Thrones and Sarah Connor Chronicles? Oh, uh, Lena Headey. Yeah, I thought she, I thought she was great. I was just like, yo, man, Lena. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, let's go back to our lists. I surprisingly, I actually have The Lion King on here. I, I, I It's one of those the, the two Disney movies that we still have that are that are being remade. That it looks interesting to me i don't know if this could be a complete clone of the cartoon like aladdin looks like it might be i don't know it just seems like they're doing the same songs for all these movies and um i'm curious to see what they do with it um the dumbo thing looks just like every time i see that trailer like i'm like this looks sad this doesn't look like uplifting and inspiring yeah and that's what people said i guess it was like depressing and i'm like yeah i'll skip that one tim burton man what's going on with him like he used to be so he's very hit or miss these days yeah um, do you have any, and then I have, and then to round out my list, I have the, the Hobbs and Shaw one, which looked kind of stupid fun, the, the Fast and Furious spinoff. I don't know. It, it, it's in August for a reason. So it's probably like, yeah, this, you know, I mean, beyond that, um, I mean, I know this jumps ahead in the year, but obviously we're bringing up Lena Haiti and Terminator Sarah Connor Chronicles. I'm really kind of stoked. I guess it's in October for Terminator Dark Fate, and then I guess closing out the year, I guess, is Star Wars Episode Nine. Yeah. I, mean, I was just doing summer, so I'm like, I would have obviously listed those movies, uh, or at least the Star Wars one. I, I don't know what to think about that the Terminator, but it's got Linda Hamilton back on it, so it's got to be... Uh, it's going to be somewhat decent than the other crap that's been released. Like the Terminator Genesis one. God, that was terrible. And then I, I Salvation, and Salvation was, was not that great. I put, I put Genesis on that list of, unless I'm seeing it for free or on Netflix, I am not paying for that movie. And I did the same thing with the, uh, with the Paul Feig Ghostbusters movie. And believe it or not, when I finally did see it on TV, I thought it was pretty good. Oh, I still haven't seen it. I'm like, yeah, I think I'll, I'll, Past. You know, if you go into it with an open mind and watch it as its own movie and understand that there's going to be some Ghostbusters references, don't look at it as a sequel. You know, it, it's yeah. it's it's pretty decent. But I mean, if you're looking at it as this is a bad Ghostbusters sequel, then you're going to hate it. Uh, you know. Yeah, I I just couldn't get past the trailers of it, so I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll if I see it on a plane somewhere or, <laughs> or something i'll watch it but every movie has like some of those characters that like you have to kind of ignore them and, uh, melissa mccarthy is kind of one of those people that if i see a movie with her in it like i'm just immediately like tuning I, i'm like i can't do this but like for yeah. some reason i was able to tune her out and like the rest of the cast i thought was really good it's like Leslie Jones is like screaming in the trailer the entire time. And it's like, okay, is that the only thing that's like your shtick, I guess? I don't know. But um, yeah, maybe I would watch it eventually. But I, I guess they're, they're making another one. So I think I'll, I'll be able to just not watch that one and just wait for this one to come out. 
Right, I'm surprised they're making another one. I'm still confused as to why they didn't like license it out to Netflix. I mean, I don't know how like revenues work for that kind of stuff, but I figured that'd be like some kind of a cash grab. I mean, I don't know with the way like I guess the film industry is changing too. I mean, DVDs have got to be going down the decline since like Best Buy stopped carrying CDs. I assume that. Like, well, you mentioned DVDs. DVDs. It's like well, yeah. it's like Blu-rays, but now now it's 4K and it's like. I don't know. I just watched The Mule the other day on 4K and it didn't look different to me at all. It's like it's slightly crisper, but not a whole lot. I don't know. So I think I don't know what's going on with the industry. It's probably all going to be streaming per- soon enough and then things well, in the clouds. And... Yeah, when I watched, I got the RoboCop one that was like the refresh or something like that. And of course, I don't have all that 4, 4K stuff, so I can't take advantage of it. But just uh, the the overall look of it was just way more cleaner. So I mean, it is nice to see that uh, cleaned up, you know, presentation. Mm. Um. So, is there any other movies that you're looking forward to for the summer? Um. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be some stuff that's going to pop up here and there. I mean, you know, you, you see those unexpected movies that'll just come yeah. up and then. It's like wow, I didn't really think like, I liked that. Baby Driver was one of those movies that, like, two year, two or three years ago, like when it came out, and I was like, "Oh, you have to see this movie." I'm like, okay, so, and then Kevin, Kevin Spacey happened and ruined that. <laughs> but um, th- these are other movies that are coming out, but it's not necessarily ones that I want to see. Um, Hellboy is coming out like this weekend, I think. Hellboy. Yeah, I don't you know, know I, I didn't think about that. I mean, I like, I like the first. Two, I thought they were cool and they had their own feel, but I mean, I'm kind of on the fence. I'll probably see it eventually. I don't know. Yeah. If I, I might wait until it comes out streaming or something like that. Yeah, and then there's the Pokemon one, like that. No, even with Ryan Reynolds vo- voicing the character, it just looks stupid to me. I'm, I'm, I was never into Pokemon, so in or anime or anything like that. So it's yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's that's I I I'd want to see that, but I'd want to see that in the privacy of my own home rather than <laughs> dealing with that fan base because I'm I'm not sure that that's a group of people I want to, want to be around when I'm seeing that. <laughs> with the blinds down and doors locked. <laughs> yeah, I, I, plausible deniability. I don't want anybody to know I'm watching that movie. <laughs> and then there's the hustle, which we were we were posing and I guess posing at the movie theater, goofing off with those. I guess it was a. Uh, the little stands and stuff with uh, Anne Hathaway and uh, the other one, that Australian chick. Was it Rebel Wilson? Yeah, Rebel Wilson. That's right. Yeah, that's... yeah. that looked kind of funny from when we saw the trailer. I just, it, she's like another one that's turning into a Melissa McCarthy, where it's like, oh, she falls down. Oh, she makes a joke. Oh, she does something stupid. Well, you always have those doppelgangers in Hollywood. It's like, oh, we can't get so and so. Let's get this person. They're they're pretty much the exact same person. Yeah, it's like the Chris Farley kind of like typecast yeah <laughs> in a way um then there's the, there's actually a i don't know i definitely won't get to see this in the theater but uh the tolkien biopic looked kind of interesting um uh, uh stephen colbert is actually doing like a big screening for it for the montclair film festival because he lives in oh, montclair cool. so they're doing i got an invitation to, to go to go see it i'm like yeah that's i don't i just wait for it to come on video i guess um there's the well and then we mentioned Aladdin before, which we were making fun of that on Twitter like a couple months ago or like a, when they were doing like all the same songs. It's like a whole this, like they're doing yeah. like a whole new world and it's like can you maybe come up with some new songs? I I don't know. It's like Disney's like just like rehashing things. It's like come up with some original ideas. 
As long as it's not like a whole new world remix with like Cardi B or some stupid shit. <laughs> it's like yeah, like a whole new world is with auto tune version of it. <laughs> and then uh then we saw the trailer for Godzilla, the the, uh, the new Godzilla. I'm not never been a fan of Godzilla. Um so I don't I'm not care so, about I that. I the older movies and you know I mean it's like I, I think when you take away the costume creatures, you know, that that kind of takes away some of the goofy charm that made those older movies lovable. Yeah. Um there's the Elton John biopic Rocketman that comes out Memorial Day weekend, I think. Um it's this, it's Dexter Fletcher who took over for uh Brian Singer when he got fired for, off of Bohemian Rhapsody uh um, that might be, that might be decent, but yeah. I don't know. It's like I was listening to a podcast the other day where somebody explained one of the reasons for not wanting to go see Bohemian Rhapsody. It's like, look, you know, I grew up, you know, with behind the music, and I'm like, yeah, so did I. And then I'm like, wow, I'm an old fart. You know? <laughs> I, I've heard I've heard the tone of this movie's supposed to be a little darker, which I guess works. I mean, there's I, I've heard this, you know, like throughout Elton John's book, probably heard it from his behind the music. But like I've heard that you know he's had some dark times too, and I guess maybe they're gonna cover some of that in this movie. Yeah, so I mean, I'll de- I'll definitely check that out at some point, but not to the to go see it in the movie theater. And then Dark Phoenix, Dark Phoenix, Dark Phoenix, Dark Phoenix. <laughs> That's what it should have been called. Damn it! Now, um, yeah, it's ever since X Men First Class was excellent, and then. And then Days of Future Past was like the last one that I liked and saw. And then, and then after that, it just feels like that that X Men is it, and Fox is going out the window. I just like I just kind of took a shoulder shrug. Like I don't give a fuck about these people. They're just they're gonna redo it in five years, probably with not this current phase of uh, MCU. But I think at some point they're gonna be doing Fantastic Four and X Men and. You, you know, it's weird, though, because I guess we were talking about that with, with the Superman movies and stuff like that in this most recent run, where it's like, you know, maybe don't reboot these things too fast. You know, I know I was, even with the recasting of Spider-Man and stuff like that, like, even this, I was like, come on, we just got those yeah. amazing Spider-Man But thankfully, movies. they made it work with Spider-Man, yeah. but... But, like, you know... Yeah, I, I don't I, think it's... I don't, an, I don't think they should go rush into it, like you said, yeah. I know my buddies at Devil's Due podcast, you know, want to see those characters brought back over and stuff like that. But I'm thinking maybe put them to bed for ten years. But we all know they. Uh, I don't think that long. Maybe five. Yeah. Five years sounds good. Like let, after let us, Gar- like after yeah. Guardians, like like Guardians play out when that come and then have like be an end credits or something or with like Fantastic Four in the end credits and then go and kind of go into the the Fox property type the movies. Yeah, give us a chance to put these older portrayals, like get them out of our heads, so that we can go with yeah. a little flair. Like I totally forget that uh, those other. Th- I actually haven't seen those Spider-Man movies before uh, Homecoming. Those those Amazing Spider-Man and the other one I didn't, with uh, Andrew Garfield. I didn't see those. Oh, I, I saw both of them. I mean, they there looked, were parts of horrible. His, yeah, yeah, there were parts of his portrayal that were like oh, seemingly better than the Tobey Maguire movies, but like at the same time, there was also like this lack of humor in the, the movies that I felt like could have kind of uplifted it a little bit. Plus, uh, when you get into that second Amazing Spider-Man thing, the whole dubstep electro thing, that that's – that's oh, that, that was just I, – I still can't get over that. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Well, I guess I'm not in a rush to see those movies anytime soon either. Um, well, I, I did make it about 20 minutes into the most recent Fantastic Four movie before I had to like shut it off and like 
wash my eyes out with soap. I don't think I've seen any of the movies so far. It's just like I haven't had a desire to see it because the trailers make it look so bad. And I'm like, I'm not wasting well, my time on this. It's not the trailers that made it look bad. It's yeah, just, it's the movie. It's but movie. <laughs> but even like the ones with Jessica Alba and all those ones, I didn't see those ones either. So it's, I don't know. It's like my Matt was always a, a fan of Fantastic Four more than I was. I, I don't know if you read the books, but I know I... I I collected more X-Men, so I've been always been more of an X-Men fan. Um, so I can't wait for the, to see what Marvel does with it, but I to definitely give it a breather. Same thing with the, the, with the way they're handling Star Wars. Like, they were churning out all these movies. Like, Solo, I think, is one of the reasons why um, why I think they're taking a step back now. It's like they were t- putting out, like, one or two Star Wars movies a year, and it's just not the same as Marvel. It's like you need to have some anticipation for it. Yup. And they even called off some of that stuff. Like uh, I don't know if like they were they were talking about a Bubba Fett movie, but I don't no, know if, they spun, if doing... they spun that off. That's the show, right? Um, well, they're, well, yeah, they're going to do the Mandalorian, which Star Wars Star Star Wars Celebration is this weekend. Um, this podcast will probably go up tonight or tomorrow. Um, and so on Friday, we'll probably get the new title of the movie and the trailer and probably a poster and all that shit. And then they're doing a panel for The Mandalorian, which has Pedro Pascal in it and uh, and some other people. Um, guy from Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul's in it. And I'm trying to think of who else is in that. Um, but it looks like well, has Taka's d- directing it and stuff and John Favreau, I think. Um, so that should that that series I think will be really cool. Yeah, uh, I mean, just uh, I'm stoked for that whole service in general because there's yeah. so much cool stuff. Like I think they're gonna have, I don't know what exactly is launching, but I think like, they're gonna have the Loki series, and eventually they're supposed to have like a um, Scarlet Witch and Vision series. Yeah. And then there's supposed to be like a buddy team up movie between Falcon and uh, Winter yeah. Soldier, which yeah. I'm really psyched for. Yeah, those guys. I was just watching Civil War the other day. I'm like, yeah, those two like bickering back and forth and stuff was great. So I think definitely could see more of that. Uh, and we'll probably be getting more of that in the future for the movies as well, since I don't think either of those guys will die, even though they're both they're both dead, aren't they? <laughs> right. Cur- currently, they are. Well, I mean, we'll see. I mean, the quantum realm might have some different answers to that. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, it's like, well, I, I, I heard one of my friends, I guess, was in the, I think he was in the movie theater, and he, and someone saw the Spider-Man trailer. It's like, oh, come on, he's alive! <laughs> like, like, like oh, it's a comic book movie. They're gonna, they're gonna find a way to win in the end. It's not like, <laughs> it, it's not like they didn't tell you, uh, like, three years earlier that this was their like. Tw- 10 20 year plan for movie releases the untitled spider-man movie yeah what oh yeah <laughs> so i was i was laughing at that but um all right so i mean i think we covered a lot of ground with movies coming out in the spring summer and fall um maybe we'll do another one in the fall maybe because it'd be more defined of what's coming out then but um okay. Hopefully, hopefully I'll get to see some more movies besides Avenger and Spider-Man. I don't know. It's it's so hard getting to the movie theater sometime. Um, but yeah, those are the ones I want to, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing. We'll see how the reviews are and whether or not I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll wait to sit home and watch a movie. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I'm hoping, I'm hoping maybe make some summer comedy, you know, summer, uh, 
summer concerts, you know, like uh, I saw there was a cool one that was just announced for Bold Point Park. It looks like um, Bad Religion and Cro-Mags uh, with some Menzingers, um, Old Firm Casuals. They're going to be playing there in July. I think it's the 26th or the 27th. Where is this? It's in East Providence. Oh, okay. Old Point Park. So I'm like, that's only like 15 minutes up there. So, I mean, maybe I'll head out and check that out. I mean, and, and it's the Cro-Mags with John Joseph, not... um. Not the not the other version that Harley Flanagan's trying to pass off because apparently there's a copyright battle of the name right now. Oh, that's fun. That's there's there's always something going on with bands and former members trying to sue each other and God, such can't we all just get along? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think I think the Misfits it's just a it's a it's a financial agreement. <laughs> yeah. And now they're playing in LA, so Good luck paying for those seven hundred dollar tickets. Hey, they did. It's a smart thing just to play that market because I guess there's still tickets on sale for the uh, show that they're trying to do in Chicago right now. Oh, yeah. That's, that's like only a week or two away. I regret not going to see him down in uh, Newark, but I don't know. I, I wasn't going to spend like hundred dollars. I, I, I didn't regret not paying that whatever they were asking for that. Yeah, and it's like I, I don't know. It's like I, they're not photography friendly so it's like a like oh, i don't know well yeah i mean i, I don't think Terrence think is yeah he's first that's been well established <laughs> like how many photographers did he punch <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right we should uh end this now um all right so it was good talking with you and uh i will see you at the movies no <laughs> yeah see you in the pit See you at the movies Sunday, Sunday. (laughs) All right. Uh, All right. Signing off. This is Brian Kremko and this is Chris Taylor. And download the episode and spread the word and all that stuff. We're on Spotify now. So uh, go play some podcasts at at Spotify. Uh, Just type in Rejunk. But all right. I'm out. Later.